From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, November 26th. I'm Katie Clark. Tensions on the Korean Peninsula continue to rise. The crisis began when North Korea attacked a South Korean island. I walked through the wreckage of many homes just absolutely collapsed in on themselves. Uh, There's broken glass everywhere. Also, we examine the continued deployment of 28,000 U.S. troops in South Korea. It's about guaranteeing a robust American response if something far worse happened than the shelling of this island. First, this news. BBC News with Jonathan Izard. Russian politicians have agreed a declaration which blames the Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin for personally ordering the Katyn massacre, in which thousands of captured Polish officers were shot by Soviet forces during the Second World War. It's been a long-standing thorn in Russian-Polish relations. From Moscow, Richard Galpin has more. A senior member of the Russian parliament described the resolution as an historic document, not just for relations with Poland, but also for Russia itself, as it fights what he called the falsification of history. For 50 years, Soviet leaders blamed the Nazis for the Katyn massacre. It was only in 1990 that Mikhail Gorbachev admitted the Soviet secret police had been responsible. The United States has begun a diplomatic initiative to warn foreign governments about another potentially embarrassing release of documents by the whistleblowing website WikiLeaks. The organization is apparently planning to publish thousands of U.S. State Department diplomatic cables. Steve Kingston reports from Washington. WikiLeaks has not said when it will make these documents public, but the American government clearly believes the release is imminent and is preparing for the worst. Around the world, its embassies have been contacting other governments to give advance warning, amid concerns that the diplomatic cables contain frank private opinions and perhaps details of State Department sources within foreign governments. In London, the Prime Minister's spokesman said Downing Street had been notified of the likely content, but declined to give details. A State Department spokesman warned that the release would prove harmful to US interests and create tension in its relations with other governments. Saudi Arabia says it's arrested about 150 people suspected of working for al-Qaeda. It said the men had planned to attack security officials and journalists. Caroline Hawley reports. Most of the arrests were of Saudis, but the Interior Ministry says 25 of those detained were from other countries, including in Africa and South Asia. Officials say they belong to cells with links to al-Qaeda in Yemen, Somalia and Afghanistan, and that they've been recruiting and raising money as well as planning attacks. One of the suspects was a woman accused of posting al-Qaeda material on the internet using multiple pseudonyms. Saudi Arabia launched an aggressive anti-terror campaign in 2003 after a series of attacks. That prompted many extremists to flee across the border to Yemen. The latest announcement of arrests is a reminder of the threat the group still poses to Saudi Arabia. There's been further information concerning an imposter who convinced British, American and Afghan intelligence officers that he was a senior Taliban negotiator and received thousands of dollars. The man who claimed to be the top Taliban commander, Mullah Mansour, disappeared after receiving the money. Britain says the man was introduced by the Afghan Security Service. Afghan officials say Britain's secret intelligence service, MI6, was responsible for bringing the imposter to a sensitive meeting. World News from the BBC. 
The White House says President Obama has received 12 stitches in his face after being injured while playing in a basketball game. The statement says Mr. Obama was inadvertently hit on the lip by an opposing player's elbow. China is making intensive diplomatic efforts to try to calm the situation on the Korean peninsula after North Korea said planned joint military exercises by South Korea and the United States are pushing the region to the brink of war. Three days after the worst clash in decades between the two Koreas, an official Chinese statement said the foreign minister, Jiang Jiechi, had been in contact with authorities from the three countries involved, urging all parties to be calm and act responsibly. The campaign group Human Rights Watch has accused the Moroccan authorities of beating...